Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you again for joining me this week. I'd like to start, as usual, with my motivational quote, which is by Michael Collum, and it says, Glowing skin is a result of proper skin care. It means you can wear less makeup and let your skin shine through. Men and women both wear facial products from we buy face wash, moisturizer, acne care stuff, uh, wrinkle remedies, aftershave lotion, and just the list goes on and on. Have you ever thought about what ingredients are actually in the products that you're using and specifically using on your face and skin? My guess is that most of us probably have not. I know I really didn't. And that we haven't even given it a second thought because we buy the product based on what we've been using since we're teenagers. Maybe that doesn't serve us anymore. Or we buy products or choose products based on the claims for minimizing wrinkles, skin readiness, minimization, and all that type of stuff from the advertisers. So I ask you, should we believe what we're told by advertisers? Isn't it up to us to get really drill in, read those labels to ensure that we're limiting the chemicals we put on our bodies and the bodies of our kids, which I think is the bigger concern. This is such an interesting topic, especially at this time of year when our skin gets really, really dry due to the cold weather, especially where we are up here in the Northeast. Perhaps most of us have limited information on this topic, so I want you to get ready as we discuss what's, what's really in the skin products we're using and then ultimately what we're actually putting into our bodies. Karen Farrow is my guest today, and she is a director at Beauty Counter, and she happens to be a full-time teacher, mother of two, and is a health and wellness wellness enthusiasm enthusiasm enthusiast oh i can't speak today please help me my help welcome my guest karen farrow so karen thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show thank you connie so much for having me i really appreciate it uh, you know i'm anxious to learn about this topic and i really have to be honest with you until and my boys have both had had, had karen as a, an english teacher and i know james would come home and say to me um, you know, do you know what's in your lotion and stuff? And I'm like, what? Like, what do you? And he would say, Oh, Miss Farrell said we shouldn't use whatever, and you should use more natural. And I was like, Oh, good for her. So I, it, which is a great thing, right? We have to teach and educate on all levels. So I'm really anxious to talk about this because I don't think many of us give a second thought as to what we put on every day. We just go through the habit, right? So why don't we start, Karen, talk to me about what Beauty Counter is actually all about. Absolutely. Uh, Beauty Counter is a mission-based company that launched in March of 2013, founded by CEO Greg Renfrew. Our mission is to get safe products into the hands of everyone. Beauty Counter is addressing the lack of legislation in the personal care industry where there hasn't been a major federal law passed governing the beauty industry since 1938. And this legislation, a scant 1.5 pages, 
governs a $200 billion industry. And additionally, while the European Union has banned over 1,400 ingredients from their personal care products, the United States has banned only 30. So Beauty Counter is bringing this conversation to the forefront where it belongs. How, you know, this is so interesting. How, how could su such a big industry with all of the brouhaha about, you know, water drinking and natural organic uh, products and all of this have not been updated since 1938? That's kind of an outstanding statistic. Absolutely, and that's a statistic that we are draw, trying to draw attention to. We are trying to inform and educate people that this law and this legislation is in desperate need of an overhaul um, and, and the attention of the American people. We need to yeah. know this. Yeah, we're truly ignorant. What, what inspired Greg to uh, Renfrew, the, the CEO? What what does what inspired her to start Beauty Counter and look at that legislation. I mean, it's an odd thing to look at. Well, she was inspired by the documentary An Inconvenient Truth, which um, prompted her to go home, and she's actually called this a tremendous wake-up call for her. Um, so she went home, and one of the first things that she did after viewing this documentary was going home, going through all of her products, um, and, and really taking a close look at what she was using, not only on herself, but you know, mainly on her children. And she came to realize that there's there's a significant gap in the industry here. Um, there were no products on the market that were both safe and high performing. So she, like a true architect of change, you know, set out to, to change this and to meet this need. Um, and so she immediately began to raise capital and clearly outline Beauty Counter's vision as a company. What did she do before Beauty Counter? I'm just curious. She's a seasoned businesswoman, so she has been involved with um, several companies. Um, she's uh, previously sold a business to Martha Stewart, um, but she has no um, background in the cosmetic industry. Um, this was um, certainly a, a new step for her. Um, she's, you know, like I said, a very seasoned businesswoman, um, so she certainly had to bring people on board who were extremely knowledgeable about this industry and about this space. Because she created the product too, right? These natural products or healthier option products, right? She, yes, she's bringing she, in the team of people to help her do that. Sure, but sure that's yeah, wonderful. Absolutely. Well, yeah. isn't that a smart business person that you know what your blind spots are, that you hire the proper people to come in and do what you need to get done? You could have the vision. It doesn't mean you have to have all the working parts to make it happen. Absolutely, and she yeah. truly has the best on board, to say that's the least. wonderful. Now, what inspired you? I mean, that to me is, you know, go Greg, awesome. I'm, I'm proud of her um, from the perspective of a woman that she took the bulls by the horn, not only for herself. And I think our kids are the biggest motivator for us, uh, but whether you're a man or a woman, I think that's a big motivator. But what inspired you? You're a school teacher, you know, mom of two. What inspired you to get involved with this? Well, I was inspired to get involved because the mission of this company and the message immediately resonated with me. My cousin Pam introduced me to Beauty Counter, and quite honestly, I got angry when I checked the label on the shampoo that I was using on my kids, and I, I came to find out that the first three ingredients on the label were ingredients that can be found on Beauty Counter's Never List, and this is 
uh, a robust and comprehensive list of ingredients that Beauty Counter will never use because they are harmful and toxic. So the first three ingredients on the label were sodium lauryl sulfate, 1,4-dioxane, and fragrance. And as mothers, we want more than anything to keep our children safe. And mothers and families should have access to truthful information and safe products. You know, and lastly, like so many other families out there, my family has experienced great loss to cancer. Yeah. I've lost my mother to cancer, a cousin recently to cancer. Uh, I currently have another cousin battling cancer for the third time, and he's 43 years old. Hmm. And somehow this is becoming all too common. Too many, um, too many people that I know getting diagnosed in their 40s and their 30s with cancer and this is unacceptable and so many of these ingredients that are permissible in our products are linked to cancers hormone disruption neurotoxicity skin irritations Uh, I very much value the opportunity to empower others with truthful information and my involvement with Beauty Counter allows me to lend my voice to a powerful movement that is changing the lives of so many people. So when Greg watched this documentary, she probably was infuriated when she went home and looked at the labels, right, that she was putting these chemicals on her children. And that was really the catalyst for her. And then when you started learning, again, as a mom, you're thinking, wait a minute. And then, like you said, and and I think your story of 30 and 40-year-olds getting diagnosed and the other diagnosis is these weird types of cancer or weird types of diseases that are, you know, hurting our intestines and stuff like that. And I could be wrong, but isn't the skin the the largest organ or the largest something on our body, correct? Correct. Correct. It's our our largest organ, and it, you know, it doesn't take very long for what we're putting on our skin to start matriculating into our bloodstream. And for people who say, oh, you know, what does it matter? It's only going on my skin. You know, there are so many medications these days that are um, administered transdermally. So, you, you know, whether it's a nicotine patch or a birth control patch, hmm. you know, the, the, argument, the argument can't go both ways. You know, you're using transdermal medication because that's what's going to help prevent pregnancy. Um, but then, other, you know, the same people are saying, you know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. I'm only putting it on my skin. But it matters. It's your largest organ, like you said. It really matters. You know, what we put on our skin impacts our health. Well, think about it. Every morning, you know, uh, women, men, I know my my husband does too. We wash our face with a certain wash. We put uh, moisturizer on. But then I know I put lotion all over my body because your skin does get dry, especially at this time of year. So now if that's the biggest organ and I'm putting, you know, whether I use a little bit of lotion or a ton of lotion, I'm putting it all over my body. My body is is absorbing it from every inch of my skin. That's a lot. Correct. Yeah. Now, I I love, share with everybody, I I think you already answered it, but Beauty Counter's mission is, is there a specific mission statement? 
Yes, absolutely. Beauty Counter's mission is to get safe products into the hands of everyone. And our, our mission is, is truly grounded in three pillars, education, advocacy, and commerce. So first, Beauty Counter is educating people on the need for safer ingredients. Over 80% of people have no idea what's in their products, and they make the assumption that there's appropriate regulatory legislation in place. Uh, next, Beauty Counter is advocating for more health protection protective laws that would benefit all American citizens. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, Beauty Counter is providing solutions through products. We are focused on bringing safe and high-performing products to the market. Most, you know, most commonly, you'll see either a product that's safe or high-performing. You, you will very rarely see products that, that can do both, and we certainly can. Are all, okay, so you mentioned a couple of chemicals before, the sodium something, another one, and then the fragrance, okay? Absolutely. I, I didn't know how to spell them, so I couldn't write them fast enough. <laughs> but my question is, are, are all chemicals necessary? So now somebody goes to their, their lotion and they read it, and they think, well, oh, my God, I don't know what half of these things mean. Are all, all chemicals bad for us? No, not all chemicals are bad for us. So our body is made up of chemicals, essentially. So is everything else, including the food that we eat and the water that we drink. Um, But toxic chemicals, however, are bad for us. So toxic means those chemicals that can harm cells or organs. They can cause neurological damage and or alter important biological systems and functions. How do how do these toxins enter the skin by by the application directly on the skin? Well, they can the toxic chemicals can enter our bodies in in several different ways. So, in the case of cosmetics, toxic chemicals can enter our bodies directly through our airways when we inhale particles from powders and sprays, oh. and through our, through our skin, lips, and nails when we apply products. We know that even small doses of ingredients can have a damaging effect, um, you know, when absorbed through the skin. So, you know, in a recent study done by uh, UC Berkeley, they proved that even a short break from certain kinds of makeup, shampoos, and lotions can lead to a significant drop in levels of hormone-disrupting chemicals in the body. Just even a short break can do a tremendous amount of good to to someone's body and internal functions. Which, you know, you put sunscreen on every day. I'm in the car a lot, so I have to wear the sunscreen because, of course, you know, then you don't want to damage your skin over mm-hmm. the long term. So we're, we hear so much about, oh, you need sunscreen because you don't want the UV damage. Right. And you wear it, and then you're putting, you're putting damage into your body in another way. It's, it's, and then I never thought about it, Karen, when you said the powder, like I use a powder in the morning and on my face, I'm breathing that in. <laughs> you don't right. even think about that, you know, even if it's a slight amount. So that's, that's right. interesting. Now, the biggest question I, I really have to ask is the government monitors so much, you know, even for growers, farmers to be labeled as organic. They have to jump through all of these hoops pay all these fees and etc so how could how could this have fallen through the cracks just because it's makeup stuff that we're that is assumed we're talking about even though that's not the case 
It is. It is incredibly underregulated, and you know where the oversight comes from. Um, it is there is legislation that is just so long overdue. So you have again a two hundred billion dollar industry, um, and the most recent major. Uh, legislative overhaul was in 1938. So, um, and this legislation that's, you know, um, on file right now um, does not provide the Food and Drug Administration with the power or jurisdiction to ask cosmetic companies for safety data, or they have no jurisdiction to issue recalls of cosmetics and products that are found to be unsafe. So let's say someone's using a product and they find that it makes their hair fall out. Hmm. Um, they can't compel a recall. They have no power to do so in this law. And that's something that we are actively lobbying for. This is something that we're saying you, you need more, uh, more legislation. You need to be able to, to step in um, to be more health protective. Yeah, because if we don't, I mean, not that you want the government running everything anyway, right? That's a, there's another whole side of that conversation. The thing is, do can we trust that all of these companies are not running amok and using cheaper products or, or components in their products to save or add to their bottom line profit and what damage is that doing to us if, the, if no, one, no one even has the authority to regulate that in of itself kind of scares the pants off me <laughs> right, right. right. And, that's, and that's really where you need to inform your own decision making and sure. that's where you really need to inform yourself and educate yourself and you know tap into the environmental working group um, database you yeah. can download download that app for free scan your products and come to um, a better level of understanding of what's really in your products and then you can make the best decision from there for yourself and for your family what's best you know the mission of our company is to get safe products into the hands of everyone not to get beauty counters products into the hands of everyone we are an information first company Company and we want everyone to understand what's in their products so that they can make, like I said, the best decisions and the healthiest decisions for their families. Yeah. Beauty Counter is more of a movement. I, from what I'm saying that, you know, again, Greg did this from that maternal standpoint. And again, once you're, once you're ignited and infuriated by something, you, you know, you can't, it's like a dog with a bone. You can't let it go. Tell, just before we take the break, tell me what, what's the app again that you said you can download the information in deep so you can go on to it it's skin deep by the environmental working group okay and they're one of our trusted nonprofits we work very closely with them and um, it's it's an ongoing evolving database um, and it's it's a great way to um, inform your decision-making so it's a fluid and dynamic information resource. It's not dated information. They're keeping it up to date so that, correct. you know, as new products come out, you really can go look and check it out. That's awesome. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, you're, you're talking a lot about this social good aspect, right, that Beauty Counter is trying to achieve. And I'd, I'd like, if we can, to dig a little bit deeper onto how is Greg making this more or taking a bigger political stance on that so when we come back yeah i'm I'm curious to hear about that all right quick break fantastic 
A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, trainings, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back, and we are speaking with Karen Farrow, specifically about Beauty Counter, which is a product line, and it's not, like you said, it's not just a product line, Karen, right? This is also an information resource so that we can be educated as to what we're putting on and in our bodies as well as that of our kids. So I, I, this is such a, a social conversation, more than a product-driven conversation, so I'm kind of loving that aspect. But how how is great? made this more political, I, I think, um, through everything that she's doing. She's almost being an activist to a certain extent, and I mean that in a good way. Absolutely. So there, there's an element of social good, and there's an element of, um, you know, political activist here. So, you know, in terms of the social good, uh, as a company, you know, Beauty Counter strives to make positive change that goes far beyond product by advocating for higher standards within the beauty industry, supporting organizations that are aligned with our values, and empowering women and girls in every aspect of our business and our mission. And to date, we have given 500000 to our trusted nonprofits, which include the Environmental Working Group, which I referenced earlier, Healthy Child, Healthy World, um, and the Breast Cancer Fund. Wow. We've raised, we've raised $200,000 for Stand Up to Cancer, another trusted nonprofit, one of which is very near and dear to my heart, and they work tirelessly on cancer prevention and cutting-edge cancer treatment. Um, we've donated $100,000 to The Girl Effect, um, an initiative which aims to break the cycle of poverty by helping girls around the world to reach their full potential. We've created 30,000 jobs. We sent 100 women to Capitol Hill to advocate for stricter and more health protective laws. And recently, we've partnered with uh, Tufts University to test cosmetic ingredients to help us better understand how certain ingredients interact with our bodies so that we can continue to bring the safest products possible to the market. Has there been a lot of research up until this point where, and, and there are so many companies that I think are responsible that, and I know there's like a lot of organic uh, companies out there that have organic products, etc. So I do think there are some responsible ones out there. I wouldn't be able to list them for, for the life of me, but... Who does this research? I mean, it would have to be funded by companies like and people like Greg Renfrew, right? Right. And then there's the, the campaign for safe cosmetics. 
Um, and they, you know, from the beginning have been, you know, calling out the beauty industry. There's a great book out there. Um, it's the ugly, oh, excuse me, not just a pretty face, the ugly side of the beauty industry where hmm. Stacey Malkin, um, the author, goes into, you know, the, the, the industry's dirty little secret. Um, hmm. The fact that, you know, we're not doing any testing. It's, you know, less than 2% of, you know, um, some of these ingredients that are going into our products have have any human safety data on them whatsoever. And, you know, you had referenced um, earlier, you know, some products saying things like natural and organic. But one mm-hmm. of the things that we really want our consumers to know um, is not to place blind trust in labeling because there's um, a tremendous amount of greenwashing out there with um, with companies and some of the claims that they're making. Because, again, coming back to the lack of legislation, um, companies are saying things like natural and organic, but <laughs> these terms are not regulated by the FDA. They they're being placed on a label and then, you know, maybe it looks very green and very organic on that label, but those terms mean nothing. There's nothing that's agreed upon by the FDA with this what they just, mean. It, what an overwhelming topic. What an, um, uh, sad <laughs> that something that I think everybody in the world or, or I, okay, I know, let's say the United States, for instance, and maybe Europe and, and some of the other countries. I'm sure everybody does a, you know, skin lotion on every day. But to some extent, I, I would bet that a, a huge population of our world is using some type of product on their skin for whatever, you know, for whatever reason. Um, so this is kind of a tragic conversation. Are other countries better regulated than we are as far as labels? They are, really? Yes. Yes. They are. We are. We are very much behind. So just even, um, even taking, like I said, the European Union. I mean, they have banned over fourteen hundred ingredients, and of those fourteen hundred ingredients that they've banned, we've banned thirty. That's it. And this is why Beauty Counter is becoming as politically active, you know, as we are right now. Yeah, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So I'm sure Greg is in letting this go and will continue to fight. And all of the donation money that you guys are giving out helps the research to prove even further that there, it's a detriment. It's, it's a real detriment to us and our, our organs. And, and like you said, the cancer. And, you know, before long, it's going to all be linked and proven because now we have something we're focusing on. And now that there's, it's being documented, that's how, how, um, uh, information, right? Five years from now, they'll have more documentation on this specific, specific chemical causes this specific cam- cancer or, or whatever. But you have to start by shining the light on on the, the the false information that we're being fed as as consumers, which is kind of scary, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, that's just it. And we've, we're actively lobbying Congress. So, um, and we're getting some nice bipartisan support from Capitol Hill, nice. uh, namely from, namely from uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein of California and Senator Susan Collins of Maine. And together, um, they have collaborated on the Personal Care Product Safety Act. Nice. Um, and it's a start. It's a start. But we still think it's, you know, it needs to be woefully stronger. But it, it is a start. Absolutely. 
I'm cracking up as you're you're talking. Number one, I can hear your passion for this, and you know I'm a little angered by this, not by you, but by this whole topic of how we are so ignorant. And until you and I chatted, uh, you know, you had a local event and I wasn't able to go, and you and I chatted, and I said, oh, you really need to come on the show, just with what little information I had. But I'm giggling as you speak. Number one, your passion—that's who you are. I know from that from the teacher in you. Uh, but I'm laughing because the amount of education that you're trying to provide through the beauty counter um, right up your alley <laughs> so I'm giggling I'm kind of giggling to myself because you you found something that truly is in your wheelhouse from the teaching aspect yes as well as being a mom and and you know having the, the cancer in your family and all of those things what is what is the commerce piece now you said there was the third piece which was the commerce piece can you tell us a little bit right. about that Absolutely, because Beauty Counter is an information-first, education-based company. Um, you know, we are a direct retail brand, so the, the commerce um, aspect, you know, um, several factors went into, you know, why we decided to be a direct retail brand. Um, and like I said, you know, because we are information-first and education-based, um, Greg Renfrew, our CEO, made this decision because she felt that information is best shared friend-to-friend -friend and between mm -hmm people who care about each other. So by just putting our products on the shelves without having the opportunity to inform and educate doesn't truly give us uh, the platform that we're looking for. Um, and recently Greg had said, and I love this, that transparency is king today. Yeah. Consumers don't want to be sold anymore. They want to have an open, honest, authentic, and transparent relationship with you. And they want to have a two-way dialogue. And it's very difficult to do that in the traditional retail channels. Um, and I, I I just really love that. And, but I do really think that we are redefining what direct retail means. Um, and we understand that consumers want the freedom to purchase through multiple channels. So, you know, customers can shop online. They can shop, you know, we have a little pop-up shop in Nantucket. We have, you know, certain strategic partnerships. It's, we are really redefining what direct retail means. And that's something else that's um, very innovative and fresh about what Beauty Counter is doing well and it's funny because I, I hear everything you're saying to me is more about it being part of a movement than hey man I'm selling you know product absolutely right? that's so not what I'm hearing yeah so it's more of a movement which I think is is extremely necessary and kudos to all of you who are you know um, on this adventure the the other uh, thing I, I was laughing at at her that you just quoted her saying that we have to be authentic and we have to be transparent you know that's what I do for a living right I teach people how to sell their product and services to the client and the first thing I say right out of the gate no matter what class or what new client I have is it's about the relationship if the client doesn't trust you why would they buy anything from you who are you to them you know you want to be the expert and you want to educate them that's your job so I, I love I love her um, her quote and I'm, I thank you for sharing that because I don't care what kind of sales or what kind of product or service or what industry you're in if you can't be authentic and transparent with your clients then to me it's almost like what are you hiding um, that maybe uh, or that's why I think also because of the internet our customers are so much more educated that they really do see through when people are not authentic and transparent so I love that quote as well 
We're actually Absolutely. we're actually out of time, but I, I do want to ask you if and I'm gonna put by the way, everybody, you know my routine. I will put Karen's um, email address, which I will give you right now is Karen Farrow at G, uh, Karen C Farrow at gmail dot com and Farrow is P H A R O dot com and Karen is K A R E N and C like Charlie. Also, you can go to her website, which is www.beautycounter.com and then a regular slash. I don't know if that's a back or forward slash, but it's a slash, and then put Karen Farrow. So slash Karen Farrow, and you'll get directly on her website. Um, email Karen if you want any more information. And the, you, you said strategic partnership. I'm a needs-to-know person. What does that mean? I, before we end, I just really want to know what that is, Karen. Yes. Yeah, so Beauty Counter has both companies and nonprofits whose goals and missions, min, missions are aligned with ours. So we work very closely with the Breast Cancer Fund, Healthy Child, Healthy World, and the Environmental Working Group. We've partnered with J. Crew, Goop, most recently with Target. And it's noteworthy that Target sought us out because They wanted, they were so excited to partner with, quote, this natural beauty juggernaut. And uh, so we had a little capsule collection, a little um, limited time um, that we spent um, in Target. We're we're no longer there, but certainly they were one of our strategic partnerships. And that was uh, fantastic for brand recognition and for to spread the the voice of, of our mission as a company. You know, and I, I give Target uh, credit. They have, if they're like, if you get their credit card, they give a huge percentage. You sign up for your school, which of course mm-hmm. I I did. I mean, you know, all the years my kids have been in the in in Homedale, and they give a percentage back to your local school. So they're very active in giving back, and not only just giving back globally, which is awesome, what they're trying to do through your company, but they really give back at the local level as well, which I think is pretty cool because it it affects you, you know, you the person. Um, and I hope, guys, that as we talked about so many things, my, my head is spinning right now, but the app Skin Deep, you know, check that out, get that list, match it up against the products that you're using on yourself and your family. I think that's just so important. Educate, educate, educate. Um, your health matters. And, you know, you really should take control of that. There's a resource. And the book you said um, was not just a pretty face, the ugly side of the beauty industry, the beauty industry. So again, another resource um, that was, you know, probably the catalyst for Greg as well to get involved. Uh, Karen, I I can't thank you enough for not only the amount of information and education, your passion came through loud and clear, which I think just makes the show amazing uh, because hopefully it can be a catalyst for people to go out now and take control and find out, you know, what we're putting on our bodies. I know I certainly will. Uh, check out that app and of course I have access to you directly so I'm a lucky yes, um, yeah. absolutely absolutely our, our health is our greatest asset Connie. it really is thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this information with yeah, your loyal tr- listeners yeah truly truly a pleasure and I agree as I age health is truly the most important thing when we're 20 we think we're going to live forever and you know now at 55 you, you realize that your mortality is real but your health is your is your responsibility nobody else's so um, thank you again for the topic everybody if you need help or you'd like to speak with me or share topics you'd love me to cover 
please email me directly at Connie at WhitmanAssos.com. I do read those emails on my own, and I promise I will respond personally to you. So again, reach out if you need my help with anything that's sales, service, presentation, skills, coaching related. I am here for you. Karen, thank you again for just the dynamic conversation and energy that you brought to the show today. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. My Truly my pleasure today. I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change and realize that it's possible. And to me, educate yourself on the topic we talked about. That's an easy change, guys, and I think it's a change worthwhile. Um, Karen, thank you again. Thank you all for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you all, and have a wonderful and inspired week. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't trace time.